What is up, you guys? And welcome back to Unfiltered with me, Lindsay Hughes. It's season two, episode two, baby. So happy to have you guys here listening today. This is an episode that I am excited for. I'm actually surprised I haven't already done an episode of the podcast on this topic. I feel like I must have talked about it before, but today I wanted to do an episode about how I really feel about marriage. Now, I've had a lot to say on the internet over the years about my opinions on marriage. Some of you guys might know that, some of you guys might not. So today I really wanted to open up the dialogue and just go deeper into this topic because I've really never said anything other than I don't want to get married. (laughs) So today we're going to break it down and really talk about the concept of marriage, not only, of course, from my perspective, but opening it up to you guys. And I've actually never gotten so many voice messages in such a short amount of time for an episode. I only posted about two hours ago, I think, on my story for you guys to send in your opinions and voice messages for this topic. And there was so many that were sent in in just that two hours. I went ahead and deleted the story for now just so people don't send them in after the fact because I would hate to have you guys record something after I've recorded it. I also did some polls relating to how you guys feel about marriage because of course I really wanted to hear from you guys and kind of talk about the results. I feel like I sound pretty peppy right now. I sound pretty normal, but I won't lie to you guys. I'm having a little bit of a an off day. You know those days where you wake up and you just don't feel very good. I feel like I was a little cranky this morning. I got really good sleep, but I woke up and I just felt not good. I was in a bad mood. I think I was hangry. I had a headache. And then ever since then, you know, I've been trying to feel better, but my mood has definitely been off today. I'm quite low energy and I've been feeling a little bit unwell today. Um, Not like cold sickness unwell, but my stomach's just kind of been very off today. I don't know. I don't think I should have drank an entire cold brew because it fucked with something going on in my stomach today. So I am a little bit low energy. I just wanted to say that in case I sound a little bit down or low energy in this episode, I'm going to try to not, but I am definitely feeling pretty off and in a bit of a stressed out mood. I am quite stressed right now. So I want to kind of just forget about that and just get into this episode with you guys and talk about mailage. <laughs> we are gathered here today for mailage. <laughs> if any of you guys know that Princess Bride scene, mailage. <laughs> if you don't get it, I'm sorry. I'll stop now. <laughs> Let's just start it off right and go ahead and get into our bops and flops of the week. Bops and flops of the week. Okay, starting off with the flops, my flop of the past week is, I think, poor time management. I feel like I have been productive and I've also been doing things that like self-care type things, but I just feel like I haven't been able to fit everything into my days and a lot of my, you know, to-do lists are rolling over to the next day. And yes, of course that happens sometimes, but I just feel like I've been, uh, a little bit of a mess with my time management and I have been stressed the past few days, past weeks. And that's okay, you know, this is kind of a common flop that I would say I go back to a lot. I am trying to manage my time to the best of my ability, but sometimes, you know, it's just hard and you can't get everything done that you want to. And I feel like that's kind of a flop because I just feel so good when I'm on top of everything. Like there's no better feeling to me than having like, most of my house cleaned and all my laundry put away. Like, oh my gosh, I don't have to like worry about going upstairs into my room and it's a disaster. And then, wow, I have like all my work thought out or planned out or scheduled for the week, which this is very rare that I have ever, I'm on top of everything. Like, oh my gosh, I got a workout in today. Wow. I'm so productive. But I feel like truly if I see, if I picture the ideal version of myself, it is this bitch that just like lives in a house that's pretty much clean 24 seven, 
All my laundry is put away and always done. My work is scheduled out, planned out perfectly. I have my workouts going for the week. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, yes, that is like the ideal version of myself. Of course, on top of that being, you know, happy and healthy, (laughs) but I feel like I'm pretty good at staying happy and healthy for the most part. So, um, I really went off there, but I would say overall, that's kind of a flop of the past week. Working on our time management is definitely going to be Something I want to work on in the coming weeks as well as beyond that. But hey, it could be worse. If that's really one of my only flops of the week, I feel good about that. So let's move on to our bops. My first bop is that I started a new fitness challenge this past week, which that sounds so weird to say. I feel like if you had asked me or you had told me a year ago that I was going to be doing a fitness challenge, like actively signed up and paid to participate in a fitness challenge, I would be like, I don't know her. Like the picture of Mariah Carey that I always use as a reaction pic, that's her holding up like a piece of paper and it just says, I don't know her. (laughs) Um, That's literally me to myself right now. But really, it sounds crazier than it is. You know, you hear the word challenge and you're like, oh my gosh, Lindsay, like, are you like doing, you know, some crazy like bodybuilding (laughs) challenge? Are you like going to the gym for like three hours every day? No, guys, I'm not doing anything that crazy, but you guys probably know that I joined Orange Theory and I've really been loving it. I love having like a community, but it has really been, I think, a positive in my life since I joined a couple months ago, but basically their like new year challenge is called the transformation challenge. And it was not like required or anything. Like you could do it if you wanted to, you could not do it if you, you know, didn't want to. Um, but I was feeling it and I was excited and I was like, you know what, this would be good for like the new year, new year, you know, new goals. But basically it's just taking three classes a week at orange theory minimum, um, for six of eight weeks that are the challenge. So you don't have to do it every week if you like go on vacation or something, but six of the eight weeks, three classes. And then like, that would be completing the challenge and you get like weighed in with this whole, what was it called again? It's like this body index type of a scan. It basically weighs you in more of a way than just getting your weight. Like it gets like your body fat and different, it gets some other stuff too. Like it goes, I don't know how it works, but basically like you kind of start with that and then you get another body, full body scan at the end of the challenge. And you see like what changes and how your body has changed. Maybe if like your body fat percentage went down, it does tell you like other stuff besides that, that doesn't like just measure your weight because I wouldn't necessarily say like, like, oh, I am doing it only for weight loss, but I definitely would say like, yes, I do want to lose some weight. That's definitely like a goal because I gained, I've shared this. I probably gained like 15 pounds since, um, last January, which is like not ideal, but at the same time, it's like real life. I went to three classes last week and I'm just continuing and I'm excited to see just like hopefully a change in myself. And also I feel like this is just a good way to set myself up um, with like habits. Cause if you get into the habit of going to like three workout classes, or you can go to more than that, if you want, if like getting into the habit of going to like three or four intense, good workouts a week, like hopefully doing that from week to week to week for two months will set me up on a good track for the rest of the year of like, Oh, I'm just used to doing this. And I feel like that's my main, main thing. Like, I honestly feel like I could be one of those people that worked out every day. If it was literally just like part of my daily routine and schedule. Uh, So I'm a person that like, if I have that written down on my to-do list, like I have a class that I'm signed up for, like I'm going to go and do it. So it's all about just like the habit of it for me and like actually you know, making it happen. So that's why I feel good about this. I'll definitely share like once I get to the end of my challenge, I'll definitely share any results that I see. Um, I'm not taking it too like crazy seriously. Like I'm not like changing my eating habits and stuff like that. At least at this point, I am not. I'm like pretty much eating the same. I just want to see how it goes, like taking more classes like really regularly and seeing how that works for me. My next bop of the past week, I've been sharing this process in my vlogs if you guys are watching those recently, but I'm kind of redecorating a little bit in some areas of my house and I've been getting rid of some things and 
upgrading some things and I've been utilizing Facebook Marketplace so much this week and I've had a lot of luck. I've sold four things on Facebook Marketplace in within like a three-day span and I still have more to list. I'm going to list my um, sectional that I currently have on there because I got a new couch and my big rug and my TV stand in my living room. I'm listing all that stuff on there. And I'm sure I'll have good luck with those things too because the other stuff I listed, um, I had a lot of response. And I think Facebook Marketplace is so cool because it's like somebody can get something from you that you don't need anymore and you don't want anymore and it helps you out because you get paid for it. But then they get something like that they're really excited about. Like yesterday I gave some like agate bookends to this lady and she was so excited about them. She's like, I've really been looking for something just like this. And it just has been making me happy to make other people happy with decor that like I didn't think anything of anymore, but maybe it was exactly what they were looking for. So I've re-sparked my Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> if you guys have never used Facebook Marketplace before, I definitely recommend it whether you do need to get rid of um, decor or pieces. You can also use it. I think people use it for like clothing and accessories. Like you could really list um, anything that you're trying. I mean, not anything, but they have tons of categories. It doesn't have to just be for like home decor stuff. Um, but whether you're trying to get rid of stuff or you're trying to like buy something, a lot of times, you know, you don't have to buy new and you can get a good deal or find a really unique piece on there. And it's been great. So we love that. That's been fun to kind of like let go of old things and make way for new things. And I am so excited to see my living room transform whenever I get my new rug and my TV stand and get my new couch set up. Oh my gosh. It's just like new year, new decor. I feel like it was really time. I never really got like newer stuff when I moved into this house. It was just kind of like more of an explosion of my old house. And then of course I did add like a few different pieces. So that has been a fun project decorating my office, my living room. I don't know if you guys can hear Squirtle eating, but he's munching in the background. So sorry if you can hear that. You might not even be able to. Sometimes I'm I'm vlogging and I'm like, oh my gosh, sorry, the washing machine's so loud because when I'm filming, I can hear it and then I don't even hear it whenever I'm actually editing. Okay, and as for my product or purchase bop of the week, I actually have three, which I'm excited to talk to you guys about. So my first one is my new workout shoes. I seriously have been working out in the same shoes that I've had since like, 2015 or something, which I don't, it's not necessarily bad. Like they were Nikes, you know, they were fine, but I've been wanting just like a clean, bright pair of all white workout shoes that just match with absolutely everything. And that, you know, just like the look of a white pair of sneakers. Ooh, I feel like that really gets me going. So I've known specifically that I wanted from this brand called APL. Um, they have such beautifully designed workout shoes. I wish I could actually just like show these to you guys. I feel like it's hard that I'm talking about them. I mean, you can of course look up the brand, but oh my gosh, I'm so glad I got them. I'll have to show you guys them in one of my next few vlogs. So you can see like how they look on maybe I'll post them on Instagram or something, but that was definitely like a good purchase. Just something that is really like worth investing a little bit in. My next product or purchase bop is called Olipop and it is a, it's what I'm drinking right now. Actually, you guys, you guys might've heard about it. I had been searching high and low for it. And I think one of the only places that sells it is Whole Foods. I mean, I guess you can probably get it online too, but it is basically a, how do I describe it? Um, it's kind of like a healthier soda. It tastes like soda, but it's not. It has like 35 calories, three grams of sugar, and it has a bunch of like prebiotics and supports your digestion, which is really interesting. And it's basically just kind of, yeah, like a, I think they actually describe it as a sparkling tonic, but they try to like mimic soda flavors. Like the one I'm having right now is like a strawberry vanilla. So it's like a cream soda with strawberry type of a flavor. And then I had the vintage cola one yesterday. And I think that was my favorite one. I also bought the root beer one, which I'm really excited to try out. They're about like $2 a can. Maybe it'd be cheaper if you bought like a pack of cans, but I think they just sell them individually at 
Whole Foods, and I've been wanting to try them forever because I've been hearing about them from other like YouTubers and influencers, and I'm definitely always interested in something that's like a fun, non-alcoholic drink because it's kind of boring to just like drink water all the time. Like I definitely drink tons of water, but it's, you know, exciting to have like your coffee or have like your Truly or like a fun little drink, and it's nice to have something that is non-alcoholic that's still like fun to drink. I've been trying to like find ways to replace, you know, my like evening glass of wine with something else like every other night or every few nights or something like that. I definitely recommend trying this if you have a Whole Foods. I know they don't have Whole Foods everywhere, but I feel like it's close to like most major cities. And yeah, I guess you could order them online or from like Amazon or maybe eBay or something like that. So I think that they are worth the hype. I was worried they were going to taste like shit because I think sparkling tonic and I see like probiotics or prebiotics. I don't know which one it is, honestly. And I think like, okay, that sounds like it's going to taste like shit. But then like the packaging and the flavors of these ones were so good that I was like, I feel like maybe they're actually really good. And they are freaking good. It actually tastes like soda, but not like the super overly sweet um, corn syrupy taste that you get from soda, if you know what I mean. And I love that it is actually good for my freaking gut. This is probably good for me to be drinking right now after my coffee stomach attack earlier today. That was a little bit violent. <laughs> okay, and my very last product or purchase bop of the week is something that I have just unnecessarily been putting off buying and they're not even really that expensive and it has already been like such an iconic purchase and that is a ring light. I'm sure you guys have heard of ring lights for selfies or for like if you do TikToks or YouTube videos or really anything like that. Even just for taking pictures, I feel like getting like a mini ring light to set up is actually such a concept because it's hard to get good lighting for pictures, especially if you're taking pictures at night. And so this has just been a great fucking purchase. My ring light has changed me. I won't go on too long about it, but definitely something that I don't know why I put off getting, especially being a YouTuber. Why was I just like not having lighting? I guess because usually I use natural lighting, but still you guys, game changer. And that is my bops and flops of the week. I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, I was a little rambly there, but let's go ahead and get into our sponsor for today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. So I don't know about you guys, but growing up, cereal was always part of my like daily routine before school, after school snack, late night snack. But I realized as I've gotten into my adulthood that I pretty much had to give up all my favorite cereals because I realized it was full of sugar and junk, things that I just shouldn't probably be eating as a 26-year-old adult. But luckily, that's where Magic Spoon comes in with all of their amazing cereal flavors, but without all of the bad stuff. Magic Spoon comes in amazing flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. It also has zero gram sugar, 11 grams protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. And it tastes amazing, you guys. It's also keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. My current favorite flavor is the frosted flavor. It is so delicious, and I've been having so much fun eating my Magic Spoon with my oat milk. Mmm, we love it. The packaging also is so cute, you guys. I know that's like a random side note, but I'm telling you guys, it's like these pastel, rainbowy, super cute colors with all the boxes. You guys can go to magicspoon.com unfiltered to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code, which is unfiltered at checkout to save $5 off your order. That's magicspoon.com unfiltered and use the code unfiltered to save $5 off. Thank you so much to Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast again. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. So when I think about the concept of marriage, wow, this has been something that I've gone back and forth on and I've thought about it so very much over, you know, over the years. I feel like when you're a child, you have this specific maybe idea of marriage and weddings and everlasting love, of course, right? And then, of course, also like how your parents um, and their marriage was probably shapes a lot of how 
a lot of us feel about marriage as well, how you actually see marriage portrayed, whether it's your own parents or maybe your grandparents or your parents have been divorced since before you were born or a young age or got divorced when you were a teenager or a child or something. And I feel like all of that kind of goes into our brains and we store all of that away for how we look at marriage. And it's also one of those things that I feel like is changing with the generation. You know, we think back to like our grandparents' generations and it, it would be pretty wild to like not get married. I I feel like in our at least in my grandparents' generation, I'm I feel like it was just the thing. And then I think too, maybe my parents' generation you know, the baby boomer generation. And once again, a little bit wild to not get married, but also not like, I feel like extremely uncommon. Definitely. It's not like you're an outcast if you didn't choose to ever get married and you're like a boomer. But I feel like most of the generation, like, I don't know exact percentage. I should have maybe actually looked that up. Like what percentage of baby boomers have been married or are currently married. But I feel like I would go as far as saying probably like 80 something percent, like most of that generation. And then you come to like my, I was going to say R, but of course you guys listening could definitely be different ages. I know that a lot of you guys are around my age. So I'm 26. So I am a millennial. And I would say that, you know, this generation and maybe a little bit older and a little bit younger as well from the millennial generation, I feel like marriage is not quite as common. Although I would of course still probably say that it is more common than not to want to get married and have that commitment and that most people probably do end up getting married. So I think it's been changing as the generations are going along and it'll be very interesting to see how like the younger generations, if they do marry or if they are, I feel like also people are waiting longer to get married now. Like you're not seeing as many people get married under like 25, which I think of course that was a little more common to get married younger in the older generations, like maybe get married at age like 22 or 23, which of course a lot of people still do. But I think more often now we're seeing like 30 years old or like 29, a little bit later. Um, not that that's like late to get married. Of course you could get married at any age, but I feel like the average age of when people are getting married is changing. And I do also feel like with dating, people are dating for longer. Let's go back to the title, which I think I'm going to title this how I really feel about marriage. I might change that, but I'm thinking that is what I want to title this episode. So let me just share how I really feel about marriage. You guys know that I've always said, I think I shared this publicly on the internet for the first time in like 2016-ish, so about five years ago, um, that I don't want to get married or have kids. And I've been pretty true to those statements for the past five years. I haven't really switched my opinions that I don't really want to get married and I don't really want to have kids, but I have... mm, opened my mind a little bit more, I would say, in the past couple years to potentially, if that ends up being, of course, what I want down the line, I am not canceling and like blocking those things off forever. Does that make sense? Like it's still something that I don't really see for myself. And this episode is not about having kids. I will definitely make an episode in the future at some point about choosing to not have kids versus choosing to have kids, because I think it's a super important topic today. We are talking about getting married. So, um, of course, yes, I've always been that very vocal person, especially publicly on the internet to be like, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married. And it's funny because in my personal life, when I'm actually in a happy relationship, I feel like I do this confusing thing where deep down, I still don't see myself functioning and being in a committed long-term marriage, but I am that person in a relationship that will be like, oh my gosh, like 
Uh, like almost as a joke, I feel like my partner has to know how I feel about it from the beginning, like up front, um, how I actually feel. But I will be that person that's that calls my partner like my husband, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I love being married, and like just annoying, like little. Do any of you guys do stuff like that? Like, or I'll be like, when's the when's the engagement? Like honestly, in a completely joking manner, but I really do that shit in my relationships, and I feel like you know maybe that's something that I should work on but at the same time I do feel like my partner knows how I really feel about it because that's actually a very important discussion to have when you before you start to date someone right like especially if you're you know getting to that age where you are thinking about am I dating for marriage or am I dating more casually? So I feel like how I grew up seeing marriage and experiencing marriage doesn't really correlate with my current um, day opinion on how I feel about marriage. They don't really match up because as a child, my parents were very happily married and my parents are actually still married and I never experienced divorce and I didn't really experience seeing my parents have an unhappy marriage. I mean, of course, no marriage is perfect, you guys, right? But my parents are still married and they have been married for over 30 years now. And I feel like it's actually pretty uncommon now. I would say it's more uncommon from my friends and people that I've talked to over the years to have parents that are like have been married your whole life and you don't have like any step parents or step siblings or gone through separation or divorce so I definitely feel like blessed to have been able to see marriage in that in that light and of course it doesn't always end up like that like some marriages they just don't work and there's so many things that go into that and being a child I'm sure it's very difficult to see your parents going through that and especially it being younger you know and just like being confused by it and not like understanding why your mom and dad maybe aren't together or, I mean, at any age, it would be very hard. It, it would be even be extremely hard, like having your parents be married for your whole life. And then all of a sudden they're not married anymore. And I think that you can take that on a lot. And that can also be a big thing that impacts how you look at marriage. And so how I'm saying it doesn't really correlate for me is like, I feel like I should have this like really happy idea of marriage because I've seen it, you know, be successful. And I've seen my parents be successful at their love and commitment and marriage. And I've seen that through my whole life. But it's interesting when I really think back and I'm like, I don't think I ever actually really thought like, oh, I'm for sure going to get married when I'm older. Yeah. Maybe if you had asked me when I was like 10 or something like that, like, do you think you're going to grow up and get married? I'm sure 10 year old me would have said, yes, like, I think I will. I think I'm going to get married and live here and have this job and all this stuff that you like think that you want when you're 10 years old or something. But I'm really kind of thinking back too to like even when I was starting to come into my own more as a as a teenager and hitting those ages and really growing up and beginning to really think more for myself and I go back and I I realize that I have never thought about my wedding. I've never thought about like really truly other than like a quick passing thought like oh yeah maybe if I had a wedding blah 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 but I never grew up thinking about my wedding picturing my wedding day thinking about my wedding dress or my engagement ring I never even grew up thinking about like oh my gosh living with someone and being married and having kids and this like happily ever after life that you that you kind of like picture when you're a child, right? The like fairy tale life. I feel like I don't even have memories of really picturing that, which I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if that's sad, but honestly, I think I've always been a pretty, you know, on my own independent girl from a young age. My mom would always tell me that, that from the age of like five, I was extremely, extremely independent in such a way that I acted like I didn't even need a mother. (laughs) Um, And my mom's funny when she talks about it, but I mean, that is like 
you know, that is probably a big part of what shaped that is just always seeing myself as just me. And I think that there's a lot that goes into that too. Like I didn't really have my first boyfriend until I was 21. I didn't like, yeah, I didn't have like a serious boyfriend until I was 21 years old. That's, you know, and I, I think that's normal. More people should normalize things like that. Like I was a pretty late bloomer. I didn't even have my first kiss till I was like 17, um, which I feel like is a little bit later than usual. I didn't, like I said, I didn't really date anyone in high school, like actually date. Of course I had crushes on people and I would like talk to people. And towards the end of high school, I like kind of had a relationship, but it had no label. Like he was not actually my boyfriend, but that was like my first, you know, close to a relationship. But like I said, I've just been kind of like more of, I guess I've just been on my own for so long and just my dating life really started when I was 21. So I really, if you actually think about it, I've only had relationships for five years of my entire life and I'm 26 years old. And so, you know, for most of my life, I've been an independent bitch. And so that's probably, I think what shapes how I feel is that I always am just like, wow, I'm so good alone. Like I've lived alone for five years. A lot of you guys probably know that about me. And I feel like I thrive living alone. Um, so these are all things that go into it. Now let's get into some things that maybe I don't want to necessarily admit, but are other reasons that maybe I am not quite so interested as the average girl or as the average person in getting married. I think if I really think about it, and this is something I don't necessarily like to admit or talk about that much, but I think that I do have some commitment issues. And I think that I have a fear of picturing myself with one person forever. Now I'm putting forever in quotations because, you know, um, what is forever? Like it's not guaranteed. Forever is not guaranteed. And it's not guaranteed that you and your person are going to be together forever. The person that you may choose to marry. But of course that is your intention for most people. When you do say I do, the intention is till death do us part. And I think that that has been a really hard and scary thing for me to really think about. And I think that's overall one of my main things that scares me about marriage. Okay. So if I'm getting really real with myself right now and with you guys, I think that I do have some commitment issues in that thinking about anything, not only like one relationship, but thinking about anything that long-term committing forever, because I'm marriage is serious. <laughs> you know, it's not something that I would just get married to try it out. It is something that I would want to be fucking sure of because I don't want to, you know, have an unhappy marriage and go through a divorce and start all over. And that's a big fear. That's something that I don't think anyone, no one really wants that, but I'm sure that's a fear for a lot of people. That's like kind of one of the worst case scenarios or that the person that you marry 10 years down the road, oh, they're not that person anymore. Or the things that were happening in your relationship that were so great and so beautiful, you know, you're 15, 20 years into marriage and none of that is there anymore. And it's like, oh, the spark is lost or whatever. And I know, of course, like marriage is hard work. Of course, marriage is not easy. But I think all of this just kind of like in seeing so many divorces and how common divorce divorce is now. And also just, I don't know, like, of course a marriage is what you make of it. Right. But I just think that ugh, I don't want to offend anybody out there because I think everyone should be able to completely develop their own opinion and want what they want. Right. Like I want what I want and I want you guys to want what you want. So I really hope I don't offend anyone with any of my personal statements because this is just me and we're completely different people. So um, just want to preface that. But yeah, I think a lot of times I think about marriage and I think I don't just think about the wedding. Like I think it's easy to think about marriage and be like the wedding and the dress and moving in together and having babies in this happily ever after. Right. But I don't think of it like that. I'm like, when I think of marriage, I'm like, okay, but what is this person going to be like 20 years down the road? What if I don't like that person anymore 20 years down the road? You know what I mean? And I think these are things that, you know, it stems back to my independence from a young age and my commitment issues and just 
living alone for five years, never living with a partner. And these are probably the reasons that I don't really see marriage as something that I would function that well in. So this is a whole different conversation that I'm going to get into in a few more minutes here. I could go deeper into this topic, but that's like an overall intro to some of my opinions. Okay. So as I mentioned at the beginning, I did some polls on my Instagram story and asked you guys some particular questions having to do with marriage. And I wanted to share the results so that you guys could get a perspective from everybody and a lot more people than beyond just me, of course. So the first question I asked was, are you married? Just, you know, let's just open it up and see. Um, Now, once again, our demographic is primarily my same age. So I would say the primary demographic of this podcast is like 20 to 30 years old, but there is definitely younger and older that is mixed in with there. So are you married? 11% of you guys said yes, and 89% of you guys said no. So about, about one in 10 of my listeners is married. Then I asked, do you want to get married someday? And the answer choices were yes, no, and then unsure, but probably yes. And lastly, unsure, but probably no. So let's see what the results. Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. This is actually different than I thought it was going to be you guys. So the most common answer by far, by far to this question, do you want to get married someday was yes. I would say over half of you guys that voted in this poll said yes. The second most common answer was I'm unsure, but probably yes. Now unsure, but probably no, barely got any votes. And then the a flat out answer of no got the least amount of votes. So it seems that most of you guys either want to get married for sure, or you're unsure, but you're leaning towards a yes. And it was actually pretty uncommon to say probably no or no. So that was interesting to me to actually ask you guys that. The next question I asked was when dating someone seriously, do you date in hopes that it will end in marriage? So 80% of you guys answered yes, and 20% of you answered no. Then I asked, do you see marriage as the final commitment in a relationship? 62% of you guys said yes, and 38% of you said no. Okay, and then I asked, could you see yourself being with a partner long-term and living together, but unmarried? 60% of you guys said yes, And 40% of you said, not for me. So I thought that one was really interesting because it's kind of posing this question that is something that I could see for myself, which is being with a partner long-term, like choosing to commit to this relationship long, long, long long-term, living together, having a whole life together, really like joining lives, but just not having the commitment of marriage. Um, So it's almost like you're married without the paperwork in the wedding, right? And I think that is something that I do see a lot more for myself. So it was actually pretty eye-opening to see that 60% 60 of you guys said you would be open to that and 40% of you said no. And then I also asked this final question, which is the one that I took voice messages for. So we're going to listen to some of those in a little bit. Um, But I asked you guys, what is your opinion on marriage and what does marriage mean to you? So I'd be interested to know if you guys like hearing these polls, if you guys like taking them, if you guys like hearing the results for episodes like this, I think that it's definitely fun and it's kind of like an easy interactive way to hear from you guys and share how you guys feel because of course my perspective is only my perspective. I would love to hear if you guys enjoy hearing those poll results and taking the polls. If you didn't get to participate and you want to participate in future episode polls, all you have to do is just follow the podcast account, which is unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes. And if you really want to make sure you don't miss out in the polls or um, questions for the episodes, you can always put my um, stories or my posts on notifications if you really wanted to make sure that you didn't miss out. I don't post a lot of stories, so I'm not going to spam you. I promise. (laughs) I don't even post on the stories like most days. So you can always turn those on if you really want to make sure you get to submit for a future episode. So before we get into the voice messages, I kind of had one more thing that I wanted to 
open up the dialogue about and talk about with you guys. And that is basically like the way we think about marriage and that marriage, I believe could look so many different ways. So I was inspired to kind of talk about this and to think about this more from one of my favorite podcasts, which is called Girls Gotta Eat. It's my absolute favorite podcast. If you guys have never listened to it, I highly recommend. And they did an episode, I think a couple months ago, something recent, They did an episode like talking about marriage and um, particularly Ashley relates a lot. Ashley's one of the hosts. I relate a lot to how she feels about marriage and having kids. She kind of posed this idea, which I think it's really interesting to bring up different ways that marriage can look because it doesn't have to look one way in the sense of like living together, sleeping in the same bed every night and, you know, doing everything together. Now, of course, if that's what you want and that's how your marriage functions happily, do that. Like do what you want to do. But I think that it's easy to also think like even I can get lost in this idea of like, oh my gosh, marriage means living with this person forever, sleeping in the same bed as them next to them every single night. And that is what you do when you're married. So Ashley kind of posed this idea of like, I love living alone. She's kind of like me. She's like, I fucking love living alone. Like if I was ever to get married, I would want to maybe like live in the same neighborhood as each other, like live separately. And we hang out whenever we want to hang out, but I sleep alone. Like I sleep by myself. Maybe. Yeah. If we want to have a sleepover, we'll have a sleepover. And just this whole like totally separate idea that I don't even think is like a crazy concept. It's basically like you are dating, like two people are dating. You are have the commitment of marriage, but you don't have to necessarily say we're going to sleep in the same bed together every night and live together forever. Like if that's what you want, that's what you want. Like if that's how you see your relationship functioning the best, like, of course, go for that. But I mean, I don't know if this sounds crazy to some people out there, but I'm kind of in this boat of like, I don't necessarily have to live separately from my long-term partner. Like it would be great if we function, if we do function living together well, then I think that's great. But I'm also not like committed to this idea of like sleeping in the same bed every single night and like living together forever. Like I would, be really open to a type of marriage that or committed relationship that looks something like we live together but we sleep in separate bedrooms because I like my space and if I want to sleep in the same bed as you I can choose to but if I want to like have a great glorious night of sleep to myself and that and miss you and come like cuddle you in the morning I think that's definitely a situation that I could be open to I love this idea of like saying that hey you can be fully committed to someone without having to say like I want to sleep next to this person every single night for the rest of my life like some people they just don't necessarily want that and who wrote the rules like who said that just because you're married, you have to live together, right? Like when we're dating, a lot of the times we don't live together and we're still happily committed to each other. And if that's what functions best for the relationship, like maybe that can be something that continues or Hey, if you do want to live together, I've actually heard this in dating relationships, like people that are together and that live together, but they sleep in separate bedrooms. And you can think about that and you can be like, Oh my gosh, your mind can easily go to like, that's so sad. Like, why would you do that? If that's like your partner, I think honestly though, it's just what works for you, what works best for you guys in the relationship. And it doesn't necessarily have to be sleeping together in the same bed every Every single night. I think we just need to normalize what marriage and a committed relationship can look like for different types of people. And that kind of brings me into this topic of like marriage can really look however it looks for the two people that are in it. And so not every marriage is going to be 
a monogamous relationship. Um, Some people have more open relationships and bring that even into marriage. And maybe, yes, for some people, because I do think you're typically geared either like monogamous, but there's also this term called monogamish. (laughs) And that's something that I learned. And it means you lean towards monogamy, but um, maybe you practice certain like open relationship communication or certain open relationship things in your relationship. And there are marriages, you guys, that are open relationships. Like there are people that have been successful in open relationships and they choose to get married and they keep that door of communication open. Now, I'm not saying this to say like, oh my gosh, you guys, that's what I want. I don't know what I'm going to want. I don't know if I even want to get married, right? I do lean towards monogamy and that's, you know, my particular choice, but everybody has different things that they want in different ways that they function in relationships. And I love just being able to like think about marriage in other ways and not having it look one particular particular way. Um, and hearing people talk about their marriages and be like, you know what? What works for us best is having all of our having our own lives and having our own friends and going on vacations with our friends and sometimes going on vacations without each other. Like I love just hearing from women and people about like what works for them and how maybe it doesn't look how they thought their marriage was going to look, but it fucking works, you know? Overall, what I want to get across from just like sharing this is let's just like think about marriage in whatever way works best for the people that are in it. And not that it has to look this one way. Also, a functioning marriage could easily look something like, you know what? We live in an apartment complex next door to each other and we hang out every single day, but we have our own spaces and that's what works for us. And sometimes we travel together and sometimes we travel with our friends and separately and we live our own lives, but we come together for things that we want to spend time together on. And sometimes we have sleepovers and we sleep in the same bed together and sometimes we want to sleep alone and that's okay. And it doesn't mean that we love each other any less. And it doesn't mean that we're any less committed than people that want to sleep in a bed together every single night and live together for their whole lives. And I think these are just the important things that I want to get across with like marriage can look so many different ways. Okay, guys, I've really been going off on my, you know, my opinions about marriage. So I would love to hear from you guys. And I'm going to play some of these voice messages and I'm going to probably react a little bit to them, but I don't feel like I need to go off because I've already quite said a lot, but I definitely do want to hear from you guys. So, um, I apologize if I couldn't get to your voice message. Like I said, I got so many for this episode, so I can't play all of them. I'm excited to hear from you guys. So let's play this one from Amy. Hi, Lindsay. I love the podcast. Uh, when it comes to marriage, I am pretty old school. I think it's the end all be all and a full commitment to someone that you love. Um, But honestly, one of the main reasons why I want to get married is to bring all of our friends and family together and just have a wicked party and celebration. All the weddings I've been to have been super fun. So I just want to kind of experience that and honestly wear a cool dress. I don't know, a girl in that way. Um, But yeah, thank you. Love the podcast. Love that. I think that, yeah, it's so exciting to like picture the wedding and like your families and friends coming together for your special day. And I do think that's one thing that when I, when I do think about like that, I probably won't end up getting married. Is that like, oh, I don't get to, I won't get to have a wedding. (laughs) Like it would be fun to have that like great party for, you know, our love. But I'm also that type of person that's like, honestly, I would be that bitch that's like, you know what? I'm going to throw like a non-wedding wedding. Like I don't have to necessarily wear a dress and do all the shit, but who says I can't throw a party for my love? I don't know if anyone's going to come if it's not a real wedding. Maybe I can tell people it's a wedding and then it's just not an actual wedding. No, I'm kidding. But I love hearing that. Thank you so much, Amy, for submitting. Okay. Let's hear another message. I think that marriage is unnecessary and I think that it also places this weird kind of pressure on people's relationships and makes people think that they need to continually work at a relationship that might just not be worth it. Um, I have a lot more to say but I just think it's pointless. Um, 
that sounds so rude but um it just shouldn't be everyone's end goal and I think people should be freer to pursue relationships without that needing to be the the be all and end all T that was like a completely different opinion than the first um, voice message, which is why I love hearing from you guys because you guys do like have so many different opinions. And I think that you made a lot of points that I kind of agree with in that. But I like how at the end you came back to like, people should be able to have relationships that work for them. And so it's like, yes, if you do want marriage, like make that clear from the beginning. I think that it's not something that it's like, oh my gosh, you should feel shame one way or another. You should pursue relationships for what you want. If you want marriage, if you date for marriage, just like make that clear when things might be getting like a little more intense and serious with somebody. And if you're kind of more on the side of me and and you can be one of those people that dates and is like, you know what? I don't really see my getting married and I just like would want you to know that from the beginning whatever you want is whatever you want but just you know making it clear in more serious dating situations of course is always a good thing to do so you don't get yourself or the other person into a situation where it's like oh fuck I didn't know that like you didn't want that or that like that is what you want okay let's play another one from Lisa Hey, Lindsay. So more than anything, I think marriage is a symbol that you finally found the one. It definitely comes down to personal preference, but I don't think I could ever be the kind of person that says marriage is a social construct and just had a long-term partner, especially because I'm someone who needs a lot of affirmation and I see marriage almost as the ultimate form of affirmation, if that makes sense. And I also think it's a nice way to solidify that you want to be with someone forever and you're sure about them. But I would definitely only get married if I was 110% sure about someone because the thought of getting divorced is really scary to me. But overall, I like marriage and I think about getting married all the time. That was such a cute message. Like that was just like so wholesome and honest. And that honestly made me really happy. (laughs) I love hearing from you guys. I haven't done voice messages in a while and I feel like it adds a lot to the podcast and just having so many different voices thrown in. Um, Let's go ahead and play one from Brittany. Hi, Lindsay. My name is Brittany. Um, I'm 20 years old. And I've been married for a little over a year now, and my husband is 21 years old. So I definitely have some opinions on marriage, especially getting married young and coming from a small town in the Midwest. Um, So for me, I've always grown up, and that's, like, been my end goal. I've always seen myself being married with, like, a couple kids one day, and that just was going to be the perfect life. And I definitely think that marriage... Um, and possibly having kids is definitely something for me. But I definitely think we need to end the stigma that that's what every man or woman needs to end their life with. They need to be with somebody at the end of the day and not even just with somebody, but be legally bound to them in marriage. And it's totally okay to, you know, not want to be married and not want to be engaged, not want to have kids, but just to be with somebody or just be single for the rest of your life. Like, it's totally okay. I definitely think that we need to end the stigma that life begins when you get married or the biggest, most important part of life is finding that person, getting engaged, getting married, having kids, and then growing old together. And that's not what life's all about. It is for some people. That's definitely, I think, was, you know, for me, for sure. Um, I love being married. It's honestly one of the best things I've done. And even though getting married young especially is such a struggle, um... It's really awesome and I love it, but that's definitely not for everybody. So that's my opinion on marriage. Um, So I do have a question for you, Lindsay. Um, I want to know what your opinion on marriage is and how it's changed over the years, especially, you know, being from the South, moving to L.A. and then moving to Idaho. Um, I'm curious what your opinion is and how it's changed and shaped you over the years. Um, Thank you so much. Bye. I love hearing from you guys in such different situations like Brittany is 20 years old and she's already been married for a year. Like that's so different than like me, but I love that she like was so open to 
we should end this stigma of like your life starts when you get married and you find the one and oh, that's what everyone should aspire to. Like, and that's kind of a point that I haven't really made in this episode, but that I totally also agree with. Overall, just coming back to the point of like, if that is what you want and all be all like, yes, that is what you want. You go for it. Like Brittany got married when she was, it sounds like 19 and is very happy that she chose to get married. So in regards to your question for me, you know, of course I've been talking about it, how I feel about it a lot, but, but I guess when you said like coming from being raised in the South in Georgia and then moving into LA and Um, then coming here to Idaho, where actually a lot more people do get married young here because it's, we're pretty close to Utah, which also is an area where a lot of people get married young. Um, and that kind of like comes into Southern Idaho a little bit, which is where I live. Interesting how like where you live can actually, um, kind of influence how you feel about marriage too. Um, and I think that I would say where I've been hasn't actually really impacted my, my thoughts on marriage so much, I guess, like, I don't feel like living different places has made me feel like, oh, wait, more people around me are like single or more people around me like do get married. Like that makes me want to feel like I should get married more. I don't, I guess I don't really feel like my, my areas that I've lived in have affected my opinions on it very much, but I loved getting your input so much. Okay. I'm going to play this message from Brooke. So to me, marriage is something that is special between people, whether that is multiple people or just two people. Um, I think it's something that's sacred and ideally it should be like an end all be all. It should be something that you want for long term. But at the same time, I believe that it's something that if you're not getting what you need out of the marriage and you're not being treated the way you need to be treated, it is more than okay to leave, whether that's after a year or more. I think that it's okay. Um, I think there's a lot of judgment around marriage, and I think that is the one thing that needs to change. Kind of interesting how you said, I think there's a lot of judgment around marriage. And yeah, I mean, if you hear that like, oh my gosh, a marriage is like, is not working or people are in a tough place or divorce, it's like, oh my gosh, what's the tea? Like, what's the drama? What happened? When really it's like, kind of like sad to actually think about it like that. And it's really probably just like, oh, you know, the relationship like didn't work. And I'm sure that there is such a a more commitment to making it work and trying to make it work when you are married as opposed to, you know, just dating or something like that. So I really like that you brought up um, judgment and even how like other people might look at your marriage or react to you ending your marriage or Um, divorce is a whole separate thing because, you know, you divorce and then you have to essentially start over, which is, that seems honestly just as daunting as getting a divorce. Oh my God. If not more, like the idea of just starting over after like being married to someone for a really long time and then it not working like, oh, oh, this question is from my friend Leah. I didn't even realize that she submitted one. We must listen to what Leah says. Hey, Lindsay, it's Leah. I wanted to give you my thoughts on marriage. I think that we place a lot of pressure on marriage as this end-all, be-all, a defining moment of a healthy relationship type of thing. And I think there's so much more to um, learning about another person and learning about how to be a good partner that doesn't require marriage. Um, I think a lot of people Um, maybe not a lot of people, but some people get married for the wrong reasons. I think a lot of people get married for the right reasons. And I do believe in marriage. I'm not saying it's an anti-establishment in that way, but I just think that as this is a lot of pressure on it and our peers and our friends can also have some input there as well. I think it's just important to really um, get to know someone and be honest and open and have good communication and not need that ring to prove it. Why was that like the most perfect, well-spoken message? Oh my gosh, Leah, thank you so much. I love this queen. Um, She is one of my real life friends and that message just like resonated so much with me. And I think it's very true. And probably most of us can agree with that is like, um, yeah, probably one of the most important things in 
a long-term relationship is like how to be the best partners for each other and understanding each other and really getting to know each other more every day. And if that for you, it ends with marriage, then it does. And if that for you doesn't end with marriage, then that's perfectly fine too. I think I'll play like two more. Um, I wish I could play all of them, you guys. So thank you so much to everyone that submitted one, even if I couldn't play yours on here. This message is from Emma. Hi, Lindsay. Your podcast is one of my favorites I listen to. It's so good. Um, So, like, how I view marriage is I do want to get married eventually, but I also know that, like, marriage isn't for everyone. And I don't think I'm, like, the most traditional person in terms of, like, I need to get married, then I need to have kids. I don't really see my future having kids. And, of course, you don't need to have kids if you're married, but I know, like, that's the traditional, like, role of a woman in society. Um, but I think regardless of that, yes, I do want to get married. And I really just think it means just, like, a commitment to each other. And that there will never be anyone else in both of your lives. And that that person will always be the person for you. And that's what I think is so, like, wonderful about marriage. Just like, that's your person. And I would like to have, like, my person one day. Oh, that's so cute. Well, retweet. I love everything that you said. Um, I'm loving everything you guys are saying today. This is so fun. Okay, I'm going to play one more to finish it off. Let's see what Allison has to say. Hey, Lindsay, I'm a big fan of all your things. And I was just thinking about marriage recently. I'm not currently in a relationship, but like what I'm looking to get out of my next one. And I think having divorced parents with a background really makes you think about it differently because as a young kid, my parents were divorced in second grade. So you have like a different perspective of what that looks like for the children. Obviously not every outcome is the same in that, but if it's really worth it to go through that, um, it just makes me really rethink it. Like, can you have a marriage or lifetime partnership without putting that label on it. And is that all marriage is? And I think that that's something that just, you know, you and your partner really have to determine together. Oh, so good. These were like some of the best voice messages I ever got. I feel like you guys, you guys were just so honest. So thank you so very much. And yeah, I think that 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 almost like gave me chills at the end, just being like, I think you and your partner have to decide like, is marriage just a label on like the love and the commitment that you already have? Or is it more than that? What does it look like? I think, I guess the most important thing, I'll just leave it off here is like, regardless of how you feel about marriage, if you do get to that point where you are seriously committed to someone and this does come up. So I think the most important thing is just openly discussing what does marriage mean to you? Um, What does that commitment mean? What does it look like? Why is it important to you? Why is it not important to you? What are the most important things to get out of this relationship for you and both go back and forth and talk about that. So I guess we'll go ahead and end it there, you guys. I hope that this was interesting. I hope that you got some different perspectives. And I would say my goal with this episode, if you're still listening up to this point, was probably just to open the dialogue about what different forms of commitment can look like, whether it ends in marriage or it doesn't ever end in marriage. Um, I think that it doesn't mean that you're not just as equally committed to love and um, a partner if you choose to not get married. And I also think that if you do want marriage, that you should absolutely not settle for any less. And that is what you want and that is what you deserve. So I think that either way you swing or if you're somewhere, I would say I'm actually somewhere kind of in the middle. I mean, I'm not like a absolutely not. I don't believe in marriage. I would not say that I don't believe in marriage. So if I haven't made that clear in this episode, that's not my um, point with making this. I hope you enjoyed this and you guys will hear from me very soon again in the next episode. So have an amazing week, you guys. And I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for submitting. Thank you for being iconic listeners. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.